Hi guys, this is Track. Hi guys, this is Gazi, and welcome to another episode of The Things We've Learned. The podcast. <laughs> what? Okay guys, episode three, I know yes. it's been a minute. We oh, are man. so sorry, we had to take a break, and we will tell you why. Um, all that's been going on, so much has been going on, and it has been crazy. So, first things first, let's talk about the coronavirus. Corona has come in and changed our lives, and it has us all out here looking crazy. I mean, let me just keep it 100 with everyone. Like, I have just not felt like doing anything since the coronavirus hit. I mean, we went on a trip to Mexico um, right before the virus kicked in. Well, the virus had kicked in. We went right before the lockdown. Right before the lockdown, had the best time ever, came back to To prison. a lockdown. To prison. Literally, I think they locked down the day before we got back, right? Yeah, but we came back and it just felt like I caught a case and was in prison. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. The first few weeks were horrendous. Like, I had anxiety. Um, and oh, it gets better, guys. I caught the virus. Okay. Yeah, that was rough. <laughs> um, my gosh, I'm glad I can laugh about it now. It was not funny. Yeah. That's, so you have to share what all your symptoms were and what you experienced because I know everybody's experienced it a bit differently. Right. So um, you're gonna have to get into it. Okay. So, um, but before we do that, though, this quarantine 15, though, I am just fat. <laughs> and I, I'm not sure did everybody gain weight, but I've seen people online like looking good still, and I'm like, oh my god, what happened to me? What did I, what did I do wrong? <laughs> I mean, some people had a focus. Some people had a plan. Like, okay, I have this time off. I'm going to get on a diet and I'm going to exercise, even though I don't have a gym available. Some of them actually do have gyms, like home gyms. So yeah, see, I didn't have a home gym. Um, I was used to going to a boot camp what six days a week. So when that I had to cut that out, I was like, what the hell am I supposed to do? So yeah. and with all this essential food shopping, you felt like all you needed to do was cook and eat. Yeah. But, you know, I did so well till like May and the big boom happened in May, like between May and June. I think that's when the big boom happened. Yeah. I looked in the mirror and I was like, who the hell is this? My face gave me pregnancy vibes. I felt like I was nine months pregnant in the face. It was just ugly. So now, you know trying to reverse that but that's another topic right like but yeah. it's 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 really been insane but i mean I, other than that i'm grateful that i didn't get sick i didn't catch the virus um although every day i felt like i had it um <laughs> just out of paranoia like everybody you wake up <laughs> i can't stand you i get no i felt like, like i've had this thing girl, like 10 times i have a sore throat i think i have corona i'm like shut up you don't have corona <laughs> Yeah, and it was like I would get little coughs or like um, a sniffle. I know when I wear the mask for too long, I'll get a sniffle. I felt I had to grow just a hypochondriac. That's the, that's the, that's the word, well, right? Well, I mean, listen. <laughs> it's better safe than sorry. I'm sorry. Like, I mean. So, so how was it, though? How so did for you me, get it and what happened? Right. Like, I just, I started off feeling like I had, like, um, I had allergies. Um. I had like, you know, my nasal um, path- pathway was kind of congested. Um, I felt extremely tired. 
like extreme fatigue like I've never felt any kind of fatigue like that in my life like I was on a work call and I had to get off and like close my eyes like I was shutting down then I had these like mm. electric headaches it was kind that of like, was weird. Headache like that like sent like shocks through my it was so random I'm like what the hell is this so I just thought I had allergies so then I lost my sense of taste and smell. Then I was like, oh, snap. This feels like coronavirus. And yeah, that was the worst. Yeah, that sounds it. rough. Taste and smell. That was, that, was, that was pretty intense. Like, I couldn't smell anything. Like, my house would be burning and I wouldn't know. And then taste, I would, whatever I ate, like, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you what I was eating. I was just eating to live at that point. Um, since, so weird. Yeah, since then, I'm. At least I can smell again now. I'm happy about that. Is your smell 100%? I want to say my smell is um, maybe 80. So here's the deal. Even with the taste, my taste is not back. My taste is probably like at 40%. But the the deal is, it's not even so much your taste is gone. It's still like your smell, right? So when you take a bite of food, um, the nerves translate to your brain the flavor of the food you're smelling and you interpret that as taste so for me those nerves the coronavirus wipes those nerves out completely completely so that's kind of where you lose your taste those nerves need to be regenerated i mean it hits differently for some people some people can't smell for a while they can taste it's it's really different depending on the individual but um wow yeah I just found like a support group online. You know, we we, <laughs> we tweet each other every day to see how we're doing. Um, a lot of people have been really supportive because I really had a panic attack about it. I remember. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that's I, no joke. I mean, to me, that's one of my biggest fears is just losing senses. Oh my god! Sight, hear, um, hearing, taste, smell, all of that. Like that's creepy to me. I can't even imagine Seriously. what you were going through. It's really, really made me. Like, I really panicked. I'm like, what if it never comes back? Like, I read yeah. all things online for people who, who I, mean, I guess, viral, um, it's called anosmia. Um, yeah, some people even get that with uh, a cold. With a cold, a cold. right. Yeah. And some people, like, it's permanent. <laughs> That's so scary. So, it's really, I, I had to reach inside myself and, like, pray try to like calm down on my anxiety it really was a process for me i'm like i was not thinking about podcasting i'm sorry like i was trying to get through yeah i mean you needed that time (laughs) and i'm glad you took it but we back yeah (laughs) it's good to be back though at least now you have antibodies well but you know what's interesting now is like so many people getting reinfected yeah i've seen it many people come back to the ed and they're getting reinfected um, or, so or, so react, or the virus is deactivating. I think that it's a viral load thing. I think sometimes the viral load is really low, so it's not detected. And I think it can reactivate based on probably your immune system. I don't know. That's just my own theory. But c- because to me, it doesn't make sense. How are you getting reinfected if you aren't being exposed? I mean, so but, has- but we don't really know what these people are doing, though, right? You know what I mean? Like, for all we yeah, know, that's true. For all we know, they're like, oh, yeah, I've had it. So, let's But they claim go. they're quarantining, though. I mean, everybody so. says they are. Lies. Everybody says yeah. they wear a mask. So you see them on Instagram without a mask. Like, Yeah, and then I also see people at the grocery store. I mean, luckily for us in California, 
it's a like it's mandated now it's a requirement well, it's, it's but required. i still people, yeah st- i still see people push push it down in the store where their nose is still out so i'm like all right oh yeah because um i sure did see a guy in the store with no mask and nobody said anything to him but businesses do have the right to refuse you entry if you're not wearing a mask because they have it like plastered all over their door right but um but yeah, yeah so I, I don't know i mean I, to me th- there's a lot of things going on a lot of I mean, I know it's a new virus. People are trying to figure out how it works. CDC gives us guidelines every day, changes their minds I mean, so many day. discrepancies. I don't oh even listen God. to them anymore. I use oh common sense and what I know about health and science and As the way viruses should. work. As we should. And I'm like, I am not listening to you guys. Like, today, it's, it lives on surfaces. Tomorrow, it doesn't. Wear today, you need a mask. Tomorrow, you don't. Tomorrow. Now, they're saying asymptomatic people cannot spread it. But I'm like, well, then how is it spreading? Wasn't that the whole thing? That Look. asymptomatic people spread it. That's why you have to social distance and do this and do that. I'm so still, now the asymptomatic people, like I'm still like c- confused about that group. I still feel like I need more information on that group, right? Because, like, how how like how is this stuff changing every day? I mean, I do think there's an asymptomatic group. Like, okay, so there was a lady that her two year old gave it to her. And the two-year-old was, like, completely normal. No symptoms, nothing. But she got it and was hospitalized. Because the two-year-old got it from daycare. And the daycare only had six kids. But then, you know, in the beginning, they also said the way the virus attacks kids, like, it's not as severe in kids like it is in adults. So, again, it's a lot of... But then they came back, and then they said it was serious in kids. They have And it was, what, Kawasaki disease or something like that? Right, they found the subsets. To me, there's just a lot of things. I I find it hard to keep up on the information, right? So, my general rules right now is just, you know, wear a mask just to at least protect yourself. However, like, you know, do the, the little you can to protect yourself with a mask. And also stay away from people as much as you can. Um, wash your hands, like they say. I mean, that everyone should be, should have been doing that before now. Dude, um, people are out here moving mad. People are not wearing masks. They're not social distancing. A lady in the store came to tell me my shoes were cute. And she was l- so close to me. I had to back <laughs> up, like, hold on. I mean, yeah, we were both wearing masks. But I think everybody's just so used to, right. you know, American behavior now. It's like for us to all be like, oh, my God, hi, yeah. And she was all in my face. And I was just like, dude, like, there's still a pandemic. <laughs> I mean. So I had to back up. Like, people right. are just, I see, like, the the checkout people, the people checking out the groceries. They just have their hands out. Like, they, I don't really see a lot of hand sanitizing going on because, you know, I'm watching like a hawk when I'm at the counter. And I'm like, okay, are they going to sanitize before me? And then oh. I don't see it sanitized, so but, they're like, "You want your receipt?" I'm like, "No, you can keep it, girl. <laughs> keep my receipt." But my favorite, my, my favorite receipt. thing though, is those that wear the mask and still wrap their face after touching everything else. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, they like wear the, the mask under their nose, like the the not even the mask. I'm sorry, like gloves. Oh, that's silly. I mean, people I, I think mean, the glove is a magic potion oh that you just put it on and it's just double protection i'm like you're still double contaminating and touching things twice that's hilarious it's hilarious people are crazy i'm like dude i see people just walk in they just grab a cart i saw a guy he just grabbed i mean luckily most grocery stores are disinfecting carts but he just grabs a cart and he's just walking in scratching his hair 
you know, touching the doors of the freezer section. And of course, me, I'm here with a freaking alcohol wipe holding everything. Like, (laughs) but people are just so free. And I'm just like, wow, okay. I see why this is spreading. It's scary. It really is. Very scary. But um, I'm glad though, at least my state, New York, shout out to Cuomo. What did he do? I mean, look at our numbers are down compared to the rest of the country. Yeah, because you guys never really opened up, opened up, right? I mean, we never. I mean, we never. We've we've kind of been open, like our little faces. But I feel like, I mean, what phase are you guys on? One or two? We got it really badly. We're phase two now. But when okay. when the virus hit, we had it really bad. So we really like had to stay indoors, and I think. I, I think at least people actually adapted those practices of like wearing their mask and like social distancing. Yeah. So hopefully, fingers crossed, we can keep our numbers down. Um, but I'm just gonna need people in the south, right? They need to chill, dude. Like people in Texas, Florida, Atlanta, Florida, Illinois. I mean, oh. not Illinois. What do you call this place? Florida, uh, New, New Orleans. Like what is Louisiana? Going on there? They're, Why are they always in the soup of Corona every time I look on the internet? Dude, what, because they think every day is a beach party. What what is what is going on? No, but Florida people are crazy. Like, we already know that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I don't. I did. Oh, my God. California, though, I don't think we've done terribly. Our governor is, I mean, he's amazing. To me, like, like he's so proactive. I love his hair. He reminds me of Fitz from Scandal. He sure does. But but he was so proactive. And when we locked down, we were one of the first people to lock down. And, um... He had the seniors locked down first, and then he had all the schools closed down. I mean, he has four kids under the age of 10. So I think it's that paternal instinct thing that that kicks in. What messed us up was the protesting, because then we had it everywhere. And most L.A. carries most of our numbers anyways. So even though I'm in Northern California, we're not as bad as Southern California, but L.A. carries California's numbers and makes it crazy. So that's it. Perfect segue into other things going on besides coronavirus right now. <laughs> I know. I mean, the protests. Yeah, the protests. Gosh, I mean, there's so much around that. I mean, the first week, I think, was with George Floyd's death before we even got to the protests. And I mean, that was just... Ahmaud um, Aubrey. That's Ahmaud me. Aubrey was first. Started, yeah. started. I mean, people have been home. We've been home all this time. We're irritated and annoyed that we have to stay indoors. And then now we have to watch videos of Black people get killed. Getting killed by the police. Ridiculous. I mean, and it's not a new thing, right? I mean, it's been happening since the beginning of time. Of but... course not. But I mean, I feel like, yeah, like, given the mental state of everyone at this time, having to add that on, of course we're all going to protest. Of course we're going to revolt. Like, what are you talking about? Right, but doing that with the pandemic, I think it was just sort of a double... I know, double whammy. whammy. I... But what was interesting, though, two days after the protest, they were already saying that numbers were, were going up. I'm like, people got sick in two days and tested? So something, too, I, I don't, I'm not trying to say it's a big conspiracy theory, but, like, I think some of those numbers are a bit elevated. And I honestly, I don't trust the tests. I mean, I, I think, I mean, from, you know, what we said previously, like, generally speaking, there's just a lot of, I mean, this administration to me has done a horrendous job at dealing with this pandemic. Like, and so has the World Health Organization. Every, everyone, terrible. everyone, crazy. CDC, everybody, like. They had contaminated tests. Then know. the World Health Organization, let me tell you, I forgot what African country this was, but I think it was, a, I'm not sure if it was a pastor. It was some, 
some or was it a government official? I think it was a government official. He tested like seven. He tested a goat. He tested a chicken. He tested like objects, and they said that they had the goat have coronavirus. I think it was toothpaste had coronavirus. Like it was just all these random things that had coronavirus. Okay. The test came back positive, which goes to show me is bullshit. Like some of these tests, I don't believe. I think they are meant to escalate the numbers for a reason because I think it still all boils down to the vaccine, in my opinion. But, you know, maybe that's my own little conspiracy, but that's what I believe. I think they are escalating the numbers a little bit. Even when it comes to the deaths, they'll say every death is corona. Somebody would be in the hospital and they will die of a heart attack. And then they'll test them for COVID after the death. And they'll say, oh, they're, they're cause of death, COVID-19. No, they had freaking a heart attack. They had cardiac arrest. Um, How is it COVID-19 that killed them? I mean, it's definitely every... I think there's just across the board, like misinformation, inflation of numbers. There's a lot of things going on, which is, which, you know, doesn't it's quite a, give us a clear picture. But I, I just feel like... I, I just wonder about the people who are still, like, skeptical about the existence of the virus. No, the virus itself is not a hoax. I mean, come I mean, on, people are people getting it, people are this, getting like, sick. I know, especially like in Nigeria, like I talked to my mom, a lot of people feel like, oh yeah, the government is, this is just another conspiracy theory here. Like they're trying to hold us back. They're trying to, you know, maybe get us to stay home. Like it's not real. And I'm like, people, the virus is very, very real. Like very real. Um, yeah, the virus is very real to me. The conspiracies about the actual virus itself. Right. That's that's silly. I mean, you have to use a little wisdom here, right? Amen. Um, but I think I do think certain things with the media. I mean, you can never really 100% trust the media anyway. Never ever. But um it's <laughs> something wrong with these low tests, I'm telling you. Nah. I don't know if I trust these tests completely. I agree. Because it's agree. like why is a goat and a toothbrush having coronavirus? And why is, I mean, random objects are have coronavirus, really? Right, but, <laughs> but how about, like, people who are, like, selling meds that cure coronavirus? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have to give it to people. Gotta I make mean, money, huh? You know, Africans were definitely innovative. Why and, are Africans, you know, we find our way. Why Africans so I wouldn't say gullible. Like why you but yeah, like, why would you think a drink is 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 gonna cure you of corona? Everybody knows if you've ever taken one science class in your life, viruses, there's no cure for a virus. Because, unless yeah, you're taking a vaccine. People, I don't know if these people have taken virus classes. <laughs> it makes no sense. That people you cure are bacteria selling... with medicine, viruses, you just treat the symptoms until the virus goes away. Yeah. If it's a virus that can go away. If but, it's one that stays, then you just treat the symptoms. But there's just this thing about us Africans, at least people in Africa. I mean, think about religion. How, like... I mean, that's how the slave masters came and carried us. There's and this we, blind we were... belief. Like, yeah. you don't... It's like, you don't need to activate your brain cells anymore. Just accept whatever you're told. Oh yeah, this is a cure to the coronavirus, really? And then you're buying it, and it's just a, a bottle of dirty water or some <laughs> random thing, some random mixture. Or people like, who are dying from taking chloroquine just because they felt like it will, you know. But what's crazy is why were people from... dying? We took that stuff all the time when we were young. 
when mm-hmm. we were growing up with malaria, like how are people? Why do people die? I don't know. Were they I mean, overdosing? I wonder if they were taking. Yeah, that, I think that they were was overdosing. They're probably taking a lot of it. Yeah, they have to be overdosing. To prevent the virus. Sense. Anyway, enough of this coronavirus. So, you know, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm tired of Corona already, and corona. it doesn't seem to be going anywhere. But you know, we, we'll 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 work around it. Amen. Amen. <laughs> So let's yeah, back, so pro- back to the protest. Yeah, um, Black Lives Matter, man. Yes, and the movement and all the civil unrest that's been happening. Um, like we said, Black people have been getting killed forever how, by police and by um, white people. And, you know, for me, the Black Lives Matter movement, I get tired when I hear... Um, why, why is it only black lives only matter when white people are killing you guys and you guys have black on black crime? What does that have to do with this conversation? I'm like, okay. And there's white on white crime. There's Asian on Asian crime. There's, or when people bring in the South Chicago so, arguments. Can I tell you my, my, my general problem with 2020? What? <laughs> it's like, you want to talk about one issue. Somehow every issue has to be addressed. Right. right, we're talking about Black Lives Matter now. We have to think about every like why can't yeah we... the the South Side, the South Side Chicago thing is a completely different topic. It and is that, that is an ongoing thing, crime. and I think the exactly. videos right the videos that are circulating in question are not about black on black crime. Like that's not exactly. the focus right now. So I'm not sure why it comes up. The deflection but, really bothers me. It's sickening. Because I mean, I'm like, okay, there's there needs to be some systemic reform there as well. Because do we want to talk about how the those neighborhoods in Chicago got like that in the first place? Do we want to get go to the root cause, or are we just gonna jump jump straight to the black on black crime? Man. And it's like nobody is saying that we shouldn't be punished for crimes when we commit them. Nobody's saying we need a free pass. Nobody's saying we don't want to take any accountability or have consequences for bad actions. What we are saying is we just want fairness and we want people, instead of the police being the judge, juror and executor, we need them to do their job, respond to crime when it's actually a real crime. Don't make up a crime. Don't arrest people on their front yards and don't do stupid things because of their skin. Don't shoot color, them when they're sleeping in their house. Or ha- shoot them homes. when they're sleeping or shoot them when they're completely surrendered. Oh We're asking for equality and justice it, and we know- want fairness across the board. If somebody commits a crime, take them to jail. Dylan Ruth committed a crime. Little white boy went, did the massacre at the church in South Carolina, went in, blasted everybody, hundreds of people, killed everybody, and then he, they bought him Burger King and put a bulletproof vest on him. How, but then we have black men that are kneeling down with their hands in the air or even laying on the floor, sur- completely surrendered with their hands out. And you're still shooting them. This thing just makes my blood boil, right? Because I mean, I I think I I, I think back to that week, the week of George Floyd's death. Yeah. Um, that it was rough. That week was so heavy. Like it was. I, I felt like I was I I couldn't like I felt like I I couldn't deal. Yeah. You know, and then you had to. I know you had to go back to work. At least for me. I still I'm, I'm yeah, working we have to, yeah we all work you have home, to go back to work business as usual I mean it was just like how it was are, rough how are people not seeing this equality in this country how is it that this is something that black people it's have just complained looking about. at things with an evil eye 
And I think too, when I think with white supremacy and white privilege, you are so wrapped up in your privilege that you don't see nothing else to you. I think right now the the narrative on uh, with the all lives matter people, you guys aren't slaves anymore. Just go and be free. Nothing's happening to you. You caused it. You're a criminal. That's nothing's why. happening. So the people who are being hung all of a sudden, nothing's happening. This. They will say they're criminals. It's just people like Candace calling Owens. you the N word now freely. It's nothing. You no, know, I mean there's definitely re- a resurgence of you know. Well, I don't even know if I want to call them a resurgence, but it's almost like that kitchen table talk an that activation. racist people are having. I, they are activation. bringing it to the public. It's an no activation. longer at their kitchen table. And I, yeah. I absolutely blame our president for activating this hate in this country. No, I mean, like, that's what I always say about Trump, right? To me, all these presidents are the same. However, Trump is a wolf in wolf's clothing. So other wolves are empowered. When they see him, they're like, oh, shit, look at our people. And then they feel empowered to come out like oh he's a wolf like us and he's all out with it so let's go and be out with it too you know what i mean <clears throat> and i think um that's what we're seeing but um it's just crazy and like to me that narrative really bothers me and then that's how we jump into the karens oh you know God. that's that, even that a separate dimension <laughs> that separate dimension of hell the karens if i see <laughs> one more video of Someone Dude, recording. I am dying for police. a parent to come and encounter me. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Like, I, I mean, after Amy Cooper did oh her my mess, gosh. it's like, how oh. now is it okay for every like every corner you turn, there's a some white lady trying to record someone or police someone into doing something that they want. They are like little vigilantes. It is so like, scary and weird. <laughs> The one that finished me, there was a lady that was, she drove to somebody's yard to see why they didn't have a license plate. Oh, I saw that. I saw that video. I'm like, why would, why do you care? You How drove? about Crazy Karen with a gun? <laughs> How about the one that pulled the gun oh in the parking lot? Was it in the parking lot of Walmart or somewhere? Oh, yeah, I did see a clip of that. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I did see a clip of that. Something's got to give, man. They're I'm, like, I- I'm not sure where we're headed, but this, this, this right here is not it. It's not well, at it. least Cuomo did do the um the, the Amy Cooper um, bill. Amy Cooper bill. Yep. Which I believe she'd have been called it's, the Karen it's bill. It's freaking hate. It's a hate crime, for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely a hate crime. Like it's it's gotten out of hand. And what do you think about like um all the brands coming out with statements and sort of the pressure that the media is putting on those brands? And not even just the media. That? I just feel, I mean, just. The climate on social media, I mean, everyone, I mean, I, I understand, like, everyone was waiting to hear from companies they patronize, like, you know, where's, what's your stance on this? Like, are you supporting, are you supporting us? Are you just going to be silent? So I, I understand that, but I feel like that pressure was mounted on all these companies to fake, say, yeah, oh, we just, just we send, out, about all send out our pretty statements. Lives. So they yeah. all sent all the statements, like, who's really... Who's really actually supporting the cause? Who's going behind the scenes to say, hey, we don't have enough black workers. Let's hire more black people. Let's, you know, who's doing that? I don't, personally, I don't know, but I just feel like. I mean, I think, I think right now people, I think some people don't know what to do and they're just thinking, oh, if I just speak out or say something, then that's good enough. But these big organizations should know better. They should I really know better. I feel I really did appreciate what Ulta did. Ulta at least what they did was they they um put they sent they had a statement of course and then they sent out 
um, a list of all of their black cosmetic lines, which I thought was awesome because even for me, that was new information for me. I didn't know those were black brands. I didn't know. Um, I didn't know. I didn't know that. So to see that they had a list of black cosmetic brands that they had, it was kind of cool for me to say, okay, let me see which one I want to support. But at yeah. least now I know which ones are, you know? I mean, a few a few companies, I mean, Sephora did pledge to put out, I think, make sure that their shelves are stocked with like 20 or 30% of black cosmetic lines. But are there even any follow-ups on this? How do we know these people I don't did know. This? I don't know who's tracking this shit, dude. Like, like that's what makes <laughs> me feel like is everybody can just say they're doing something. We, there's no follow-up. That's, Nobody's following up with them. We don't know if they did that. That's the problem with social media, <laughs> man. And that's, to me, that's oh the problem with even our protests. I mean, I know, I mean, like, Brianna, t- we're still posting, oh, today's a good day to arrest Bri-. Like, who's who's listening to that? Who even cares? Sadly. Okay. It's, it's now, it's almost like, it's almost like child's play now. We're just, like, doing this every day. But, like... <sighs> no, I mean, definitely, I think social media has brought about a lot of results. Um... No, I agree. Even I, with social media spreads and, the word, you know, right? Yeah, social it spreads the word. There's the information. Word, but does not make the change. And, true, but more people out there, like I know, I sound, I signed petitions for George Floyd. I did. Um, right, um, like I said, the it, police it officer to get arrested and same with the Ahmaud Arbery. It yeah, the and word, I, but yeah, and I found that from social media. I, I wouldn't have known where to go. Right. So, no, it's good in that regard, but I, I just feel like there's still a lot of okay, fine. I've put up my my black square. Uh, I'm protesting, but I'm, <laughs> I'm going about my day. Oh, Lord. There were people putting up black squares. I didn't even know what they were putting it up for. I love this. Which people. even takes me to all of the unnecessary shit that I love people, those people are doing though. that we did not ask for. I love those people. <laughs> <laughs> I did not ask to get my feet washed by white people. What, I did not ask that? for Nancy Pelosi to wear a graduation gown and a kente sash. Oh I God. did not ask for families to wear nooses around their neck oh and my, say we're sorry for oh slavery. All we want is to be treated fairly and for legislation. That's it. To ensure that we are treated early, um, um, fairly. That's it. Period. Stop That's washing it. our feet. Stop wearing graduation gowns and, and, and kente sashes. Just stop. Right. Stop knocking down statues. Like at this point, if we had some legislation to make sure that we were not treated unjustly and fairly, we don't really care if those statues were up. We're just accountability. <laughs> all this symbolism like, is like right, you're giving us all of change, this. We really can't change history, right? Yes. But we can move forward with some actionable steps. Exactly. You know what I mean? We the accountability. Like we cannot have the police moving out here like the mafia doing whatever they want no i mean there's i mean we're seeing some legislature changes right like la i think they approve but i need some federal though like so so now if i'm in in, if i'm in california i'm gonna get killed but if i'm new york i'm not like do you know what i mean like that's still not fair (laughs) i mean i mean i get it baby steps right baby steps plus um we all need to go out and do our part to vote. I'm sorry. Well, we that's sh- definitely true. We should vote. Like, November, yeah. please. Like, I don't want to hear stories. I don't want to hear, oh, I don't care for Trump. I don't care for Biden. I'm just not going to vote. Then shut yeah. up. Shut up and then don't right. blame ever. You know what I mean? I know. That's how I, I feel. Mean, yeah. At this you know, point. At this point, it's not about who you love, right? We don't always get who we love. Who do you love? Girl, that's not what's going on now. <laughs> Um, at least that's how I feel. It's not about yeah. what we love. Just no, definitely. Go- I mean, lines have, have to... been drawn. Pick a side. Pick a side. Yeah, you have to vote your interests, period. 
point blank period period <laughs> so yeah so i mean the that to me all these the symbolism all of that i'm just like this is not what we ask for guys it's exhausting it's exhausting i mean and where do we stop right now right. they don't want to now they they're taking they're going to stop using the word master bedroom when they're showing a house I'm, it, it, because it, <laughs> i'm like really really that is a, i mean now now I, I mean, it's so much. Like now, it's so it's much jewelry. It's so much jewelry. So police now. can kill me, but we're not going to name the master's bedroom a master's bedroom. It's so sickening. Like it's so confusing. I'm like, oh, let's not I'm let's tired. focus on the issue, not all these extra random things that nobody cares about. Master bedroom, like I, I don't care. I really don't. I don't care about that. I just I don't want to die about it in that way. I don't want to die Have when you? I'm sleeping in my house. Have you ever thought about slavery when you would say the master's bedroom? I've never thought of that. I really haven't. I mean, I to really me, that haven't. was such a weird connection. I was like, really? Uh, maybe I don't know the history of why they started calling it that. But right. I don't mind it. I don't mind saying the master's bedroom. If I know that me and my fellow black people are not going to die unjustly. That's how I feel. I don't want to. I don't want to sleep in the room and get killed. Like Grant. Okay. That's that's what I don't want. I don't care what you call the room. Just yeah. look at me. And I don't wash my feet. Don't like to me all these extras, they're so unnecessary. And I get right. some of it is out of like trying to just not knowing what to do and feeling they need to do something. Right. Like for those that can't give me legislation, those that can't give us those things, I think they're just looking for a way to be better allies. And I appreciate all the white allies. I, I really you, have like, to give a match been the most out to our white thing. allies. It's People been the most beautiful and refreshing thing to on see. On the front lines, protesting the, yeah, every day. The protesters with, and all multiracial. I, I, I mean, it, just, it makes me it really was just even beautiful. have hope, hope in humanity. Like some people really truly believe like everyone should be equal. And that makes oh, yeah. me feel like, okay, there's hope. Because yeah, that was that was so nice to see, and I, I do appreciate that. And it then was. you know there were the white people that maybe have been sheltered and didn't know a lot of history, and they went and educated themselves, right, and learned stuff and read books. And I appreciate I, I that. that. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that because that's a start, you know. And um, what do you think about the all the white coworkers calling their um their black coworkers? You, I mean, that was great. Like, I know, yeah. yeah. Like, again, that week, I felt like it, I was hit by a bus and I still had to keep walking. It was yeah. really, yeah. really rough. And I, it was rough. It was, it was kind such of an crazy emotional week. that we're all in the same, we're all in the world experiencing, and we all experience the effect of the pandemic. And we are just all not even equally affected by this issue. To me, it wasn't even like, I mean, of course, it's a black issue. But watching that video... But it's a human rights issue It as is. Well. Watching that video... And if video, you don't care for human beings, and if you saw that video, and you still came up with All Lives Matter, something is wrong with you. Something is definitely wrong with you. Like, you're evil. Because regardless of the skin color of the person, any no one deserves to die like George Floyd. Of course. And for that man to kneel on his neck with his hand in his pocket, just casually... Just killing. Casually killing this man. And, you know, I think their protocol is to turn them on their side, I guess, when they, and they, so they asked, the other police officer asked them, like, should we turn them? And the one that killed them was like, nope, let's leave him like this. Let's leave him in this position. Yeah. And he still kept his knee on. Yeah. I I, I feel like, I mean, we've all been dragged through this painful experience. I, I mean, we're not trying to reopen wounds and like, I just, I mean, I, yeah, I think I'm, I'm, 
I want to move on from this topic. <laughs> I know it's 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 necessary conversation though, you know. It is, it is, it is. But um, yeah, it's definitely a wound. <laughs> it is. But now we just have to brace ourselves that we don't see any further unnecessary killings. Well, they're still killing. Uh, since uh, since Judge Floyd, we still have some more names. I mean, yeah, that is true. It's sick. so the list the list still grows while the killers are shopping at Walmart. But okay, and hanging out. Oh, mm-hmm. but. The good news is we have listener questions, and I know we never, um, I don't know how many we have time for. I mean, let's, let's, let's get into them. Okay. I know, it was pretty exciting. I'm like, hey, people actually care to hear our opinion. <laughs> I know. No, well, we'll cool. do our best to answer them. Okay. Let's do it. All right. So, Gazi. I say we just jump into some of these listener questions now. All right. It's my favorite listener question segment. Actually, it's not my favorite because this is our first one. I was going to say, this is our first one. <laughs> I just wanted to sound like a pro. Like, okay. who, are you, who are you recording with? That's not me. Tell us. Girl, you know. you know. We want to know. I was trying to front for the gram, but you won't let me. That's my job. Okay. So, these are interesting. Okay. <laughs> question. Okay. I'll, I'll start. I am currently dating a guy who is unemployed. I have a PhD and earn six figures a year. I've tried to motivate him, but he doesn't seem interested in getting a job. The sex is great, and we really are in love. What should I do? Practice first. The girl's educated with a six-figure income. Yeah. He is unemployed. Like, did she? I but mean, they have good sex, and I'm, then, just, like, I'm just wondering, like, did she start dating this guy, like, after, like, girl, was, was he unemployed when she started guys... dating? Because why well, would you start dating someone too. who's unemployed? Like, if and how did you fall in love if none of these things are in alignment with something you want? That's that's my question. Like, if it's one thing, like, how did you even get together that and he lost his job? That's right. different. Like, if 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 you have all these things and you're out looking for someone, you got to try to make sure, like these things are in place before you start feeling things yeah if it's important to you that your partner is has the same um success level as you or um the same kind of has similar education to you or then that's what you should look for like don't go and be a ceo and then (laughs) you want another ceo but you fell in love with With a taxi driver uber driver girl even even worse like What's closer to unemployment? <laughs> McDonald's worker? I don't know. I mean, there's anything wrong with it, but there's a huge disparity there. Right. So, yeah. Think about it has to be about her and what she wants. I mean, because some people are, may be okay with that. I mean, who knows? The guy may be, there's some super dads at home, stay home dads, where they work should... for that family. It could. Right. I think we should just stop, stop, don't date people with the intent to change them. Whatever yeah. they come up, present to you, if you don't like it, let it go. Let it go. Yeah. Don't, stop having thoughts because I feel that's what's here. Now, now you want to start like a project. You want to motivate him. You want to, like, maybe, he, you know what I mean? Like, don't, I, I really strongly feel if he's not what you're looking for at first, just then keep you it have pushing. to shut the cord. Keep it pushing. Yeah. That's that. Yeah, um, I, I, I agree know. with that. I, 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 I don't think... know how, how do you make, how do you motivate, how do you change him now at this point? Like, is he comfortable? If he's comfortable not being a bum. And the thing the... is, you knew you had a PhD, you knew you had six figures, and you knew you wanted the same. 
but you accepted in an employed person if he's and right when you talk about with no motivation right if it's something where he's like in between jobs he's looking for a job i mean i i feel like i would personally i would be more um supportive supportive of that right absolutely when you but i I I think for her what it sounds like is she said she's trying to motivate him and he's not interested yeah, that's so the problem. Yeah, so that seems to be the problem, right? It's the lack sounds of like money. a bomb. Sounds like a bomb that yeah, needs to be a mental go, bomb. Go, go, because go. the thing is, in life, <laughs> right. a successful person today may not be successful a year from now, monetarily. Right. And because that changes so much, I think the mindset is the most important piece, right? Because you can always rebuild it again. But for him to not have the same mindset as you, that's kind of scary because it's going to be a problem down the line. So I say just let it go now, girl. Agreed. Yeah. Okay, let's move on from that. Uh, Okay, so question number two is, how do you feel about someone using emojis and abbreviations in text and emails? How do I feel about that? I mean, personally, personally... I I just even hate text messages, <laughs> so I'm the wrong person to ask. But like, some because some of these no, emojis, but sometimes texts are necessary, right? Like, no, if they're you're necessary, working... but like some of these emojis, like, what the hell are they? Like, I see the Girl, face, I'm I like, don't know what half what of these things this... are. I'm telling you, I'm like, there has to be like a key somewhere where you're like, okay, this emoji means this because. But I think people also like lose what the idea of an emoji is supposed to be. They're like expressions that you can't say in words and so you use the emoji to show the expression but the whole the whole communication cannot be just full of emojis so you just express them the whole time you ain't got no words that sounds like, like that's weird serious communication miss like that sounds like a psycho like I'm you just gonna... go around bucking your eyes <laughs> and sending laughter cries all day like who does this <laughs> i mean there's specific emojis that i use that i like to use but like a whole message of emojis what the hell is that it's weird sounds <laughs> I don't know. That's scary. So no, we don't feel. I mean, I think as an adult, you should be able to use your words and communicate. And I think emojis are fun and they're they're expressive. But I don't think the whole chat should be an emoji. I think it's weird. <laughs> communication with like, yeah. communication with aliens. You guys close to your eyes and like it's like what the hell is going on? If I'm talking to anybody that only uses emotions, I'm blocking them. I can't. I yeah. Okay, so moving along. Another question that we got in was, hi, ladies, what do you think of women who have sex on the first date? I guess considered a one, is that a one-night stand? I don't think that's a one-night stand. Like you have First sex date, because on- they could have been talking for months, right? Well, they could have been, or, I mean, they could have sex on the first date and still proceed to have a healthy, normal relationship. Yeah, I don't think anything of them. I don't judge what people are doing. Um, I don't either. I think people sometimes have natural you. natural mm-hmm. connections that lead to that, and they end up getting married. And some people do, and then they get ghosted. I think it just all depends. But I right. don't feel I don't know what I feel about it. I haven't done it, but I know that I don't think anything of it. Like I don't necessarily think right. anything about the women that are doing it. I don't. I agree. I mean, it, it, could, it, could, it could really lead up to any outcome yeah to be be honest i mean if i was going to approach that from like for me like i mean if you want an outcome beyond like um having like sex 
that one time you probably want to like get to get know to the know person, the person right yeah. and not just have sex with them on the first date but hey your connection might be just that strong that's hey it's you know it's makes and sense you know, some people just want to do just that that's facts you know what facts. i mean so that's mm-hmm. why i don't feel no kind of way about it everybody is in a different place in their life and some people want to do just that I and so, so they do the mission okay i agree yeah to add to that mm-hmm. though, like I know I saw this episode of um Oprah's show where he was talking to these this these this couple, I think they're like relationship experts or whatever. Uh-huh. I mean the, the guy was basically giving women tips to like single women who are having issues finding mates or ke- um keeping men. He was just sharing like tips and he's like typically like if you have sex with the guy on the first date, that doesn't send a great message to most guys so i mean and that's probably def- true right and i feel i mean there are every- a lot of people who would i mean we know guys right we've learned we know guys yeah. will take the opportunity regardless of- not every woman wants to get married and have children like some some people are just looking for just that so if that's what they decided to do because that's what they want to do right then i guess but if you're looking for if you're looking to get married and settle down, then I may not advise that. Same here. I think you, you know what I mean. Like I would send that, that message. Like this yeah. is what I do. Yeah, exactly. Um, but hey, you know, you just I guess do what feels right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then use wisdom and you know protection. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the next question. Um. What are some misconceptions about men that you find a lot of women that you find a lot of women making mistakes with? Okay, you're gonna have to help me. My brain is slowly. I can't even process that question. Like, so basically, what what misconceptions do women have about men that are that's a huge mistake? I see. I mean, like, okay, so I think one of them is that men are not sensitive like we always make assumptions that men are like really macho like we don't we don't really at least for me i know i i don't always take into account that oh men are like really they're 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 human too like they're sensitive right yeah so i always just expect like you know a masculine reaction when sometimes you know you gotta consider everybody has feelings i mean they're men and you know men can be dogs but that does not mean they don't but they can also cry Right, they can also cry and they they feel things. They feel yeah. things. I mean, they're human beings. I mean, I think every human being feels things, and that's one. Um, it's like we also have those misconceptions of men be like we assume that men are always leaders, strong, right, or should always mm-hmm. be strong about things. Um, leaders, like basically, I think all the stereoty- all the general. Okay. I don't know, girl. That question was okay. Next. <laughs> oh, this is interesting. Hi, ladies. So I lied to my husband about my body counts when we mm. were dating. Mm, 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 mm. In the last three months, my husband and I ran into two different guys on two different occasions that I did not mention in my body counts. He asked me if I slept with them, and I was honest and I said yes. Now he doesn't trust me because he thinks I'm lying to him. Should I come clean and tell him the truth? 
So I have a quick question. Like, I'm. Are you? Do you like print out a report of all the people? Girl, <laughs> first of all, and then what confuses me too? The person report? she's asking, should I come clean and tell him the truth? But didn't you just tell him the truth when he ran into the two guys? And I mean, okay, he asked if you slept with them, and you said yes. Or is she saying that she has a big Rolodex and hasn't told him about those? That's my assumption. I mean, when it comes to body counts, at the it's. I personally don't feel like it's I'm not I'm not out here asking guys like so how many people who are they and I feel like you should definitely disclose when you know that that person when 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 you two know the person absolutely it's awkward yeah. if I don't know that you've hooked up with someone I know I mean if that's... it's a question that's asked me I don't mind answering body count questions but I think the bigger question for me is just like, okay, why, why is this such, why is this, but my thing is, why is this so important to them? Because sometimes I feel sometimes it could be an insecurity that lies between, like within them. Man, when you said that question, like it to me just, it triggers like. Insecurity, I mean. Insecurity, control, like some very dark things. I definitely feel like you, I mean, I don't have any issue sharing you yeah, know. I mean, I've shared those things before, These right? Things? Like, I don't have an issue sharing it personally. I guess if I was embarrassed about it, maybe. But I would, but to me, like, I would feel a kind of way. But, but, but I, I think, think my, we also, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I think for me, I think it's more the why. Like, why do you want to know so bad? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, why is this such a big thing for you? I mean, I agree. And I also feel like, okay, like, we're like late 30s like i'm not gonna say i'm it's gonna not, I, I can't yeah, you're not a virgin i <laughs> you know what i mean and mm-hmm. like to me it's not even like I, I don't feel like i would be hiding information but like to really think through and like start giving you all the information like like how much information are you trying to know all the people that i've dated what i did with them like do you know what I mean? I, I to me, what is the benefit? What is the benefit? Of I that definitely don't mind walking down memory lane, talking about past relationships, and you know, if it I comes agree, up but, fine, right? But body count to me, people ask. I mean, people always people tend to judge to me my because opinion. I think the question is asked for you to form an opinion about the person, right? Like, oh, she had more than ten, so she's a hoe, or oh, <laughs> she had. Too, so she's a good girl it, you know what I mean like it's just weird like I mean don't get me wrong if I hear that you know somebody had slept with an ungodly amount of people in my opinion like 250 like, <laughs> yeah see I don't like that even to me guys with that like sleep with everybody they it's a turnoff like I don't like that so I, mean, I guess I could understand why a guy may want to know but I mean, like, there's typically that though, that's hell of embarrassing. There's typically that double standard when it comes to women. Like, you tell a guy a number, and he's like, like you said, it's judgment, right? I well, I, my dear, I judge too because I mean, if you're not if a guy tells me they've slept with two hundred people, I think that's disgusting, and it just makes me feel like you're nasty and you probably don't use protection. I don't know why. That's just what comes to mind. And so I guess I'm guilty of doing the same thing that they're doing by asking that question. So I don't know. I feel like, well, I don't have any issue. I mean, I typically would tell, disclose, hey. Yeah, I've disclosed it. I, mean, I, I disclosed don't the information. Yeah. 
um, part, but I feel you should particularly disclose people who both parties know. Who both parties like, know. That is because like, that is embarrassing. That yeah. is standard. You have to if 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 the person knows the person you've been with, you have to say something. You cannot you just not say something yeah. about that. That's crazy. Um, everything else, um, yeah, I don't know if we need to start going into the, that kind of detail. <laughs> Girl, I think it's subjective. Like, who, if you feel comfortable sharing that, then share it. Okay. Um, can men and women be just friends? I think that's yeah. a whole nother topic. Let's 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 get into that one. I I now I mean I've always felt men men and women can be friends. But I then, think it's possible. They are definitely you have to define and respect boundaries. And boundaries boundary need to, to be, be a part of that friendship. Yes, three, absolutely. three people: you, absolutely. the girl, and the and the boundaries. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, without we, boundaries, I think not. Like you know, some people are like, "It's just my friend," and then they're wearing like bikinis around the guy and like wearing panties and bra around the house, and it's like, "He's my best friend." So. Especially if it's a heterosexual person and you're oh opposite sex, I just think it's weird. Like, I, I, I mean, I've I mean, I definitely people... have some platonic male friends, but then at the same time, you don't know you what don't the other know, person thinks. You don't know the other person's agenda exactly because that's that's the so, thing. I've I've heard that line so much. Oh, we're friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, friends don't. Why do you need to talk to your to friends? To me, like intention is everything. There's just certain things I don't need to do with my male friends. You can't call them after certain times in the day. Like, yeah. if they have a partner, you have to respect the partner. You know, yeah, like, you're just going to call be, me at midnight and say, let's talk. That's weird. You can't be dragging for space with a partner. Because I, I see that a lot. Where it's like, oh, we're just friends. I'm like, yeah, you can have friends. But, like, you have friends that you talk to at odd hours, Right. Or you tell your friends. So this is another thing. This is another. Or thing. like, this, oh yeah, mm-hmm. there has to be boundaries. I feel. Yeah, and I think that's just the rule, right? And if somebody because... crosses that boundary, then the friendship needs to be over. Because I've I've seen I've I've seen a lot of scenarios. I've seen both, I guess. Where oh they're like oh we're just friends, and then one beautiful day you you get the oh yeah we just kissed one time whoa. All of a sudden, the friendship is like all of us. All of a sudden, you start to see everything with a different filter. Like, I mean, I, I think know. so many things get swept under the umbrella of friendship. Of friendship, knowing what some I guys now, may just be trying to sleep with you, but for the simple fact you give them friendship, they will they be like, it. "Oh, let me just take that and use that to try to get in." Girl, you know what I, I mean? So it's all agenda. Or... All the time. Intention, man. All the time. Intention. It's intention. For real. You have to be able to really identify people's intentions. And if you feel it's genuine, then by all means, be their friend. But if you don't, girl, run. Because the next thing you know, they will be trying it. Like, what is friendship? That's my question. Shit. What is friendship? What are you people trying to just about? Girl. I don't, to some degree, it's just, it's rough. It's a, it's a tough it's one. It's a slippery slope. It's a, it's, it's like for me in the past, like, I mean, I've had partners that had friends that I, I didn't really, I mean, I knew they were just friends, but then there, there are those that I know, even though said partner would be like, oh yeah, we're just friends. You know, this chick is just trying to get in his freaking pants. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, so yeah, it's course, all intention. And you know, some girl, people play naive. 
girl. because you know they like that attention and they like girl. to stick it under the umbrella of friendship. Oh man, they, they want to talk to your hand and talk about we're friends and rub it in your face that we're friends. Right. So no, I I I think I think it's possible, but I think only with boundaries. Yeah, with with serious boundaries. Yep. Okay, so another question. Oh wow, this is pretty interesting. I'm engaged to be married in June this year. Well, in okay. January, a guy started working at our office and we have been hanging out and getting close. I'm starting to have feelings for my coworkers and seem to be f- falling out of love with my fiance. Do you think I should call the wedding off? Duh. Girl, if you don't call that wedding off and stop playing, <laughs> for the simple fact that you have feelings from somebody for somebody else while and you, you are even, engaged, you haven't, you haven't even, girl, you ain't bye. even entered the yeah, girl. Goodbye. Stop. That's a problem already. So call the wedding off and save everybody misery. Break. Yeah. Yep. And money and time, girl, and food. Hi, ladies. I really enjoy your podcast. I have a question. I've been with my girl for a year and a half. She has two kids from her previous marriage, a seven and a five-year-old. Both kids are extremely disrespectful and their mom refuses to do anything about it. Their dad is an in and out of, he's, their dad is in and out of jail, but has warned me not to lay a finger on his kids. What advice can you give? I don't want to lose her, but I can't stand these kids. <laughs> okay, so... First off, the kids are part of this lady. So she comes with baggage. If you do not like these children, this relationship is not going to work. Because a mother was always going to put their kids first. So if you now hate the kids under your breath, it's going to manifest at some point and it's going to ruin your relationship. So I don't know about that. And also, too, but it depends, right? Do you only hate them because they're disrespectful or do you hate them because they like take the mom's time from you no, and you're it, like competing it, with them? Like, why do you hate these kids? Sounds to me like he, he just hates them because they're disrespectful, which okay, I think... Okay, so then disrespect is... Talk the to the mom. So the mom, to the mom, yeah, you need to talk she to the mom. She has to discipline those kids. Yeah, the mom has to discipline. Do not lay any finger on that kid. That's not your job, okay? Right. The mom needs to do the actual disciplining. I mean, you guys can partner on it. But I think you guys need to have that conversation as to what the discipline looks like and what the mom is comfortable with you doing. Right. You know what I mean? And the mom needs to step in. Like, you can't have your kids, like, do you even want to be with somebody that, like, doesn't mind their kids disrespecting grownups? Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> right. You know, so I, I think there are a lot of layers to this. I don't know. I, I would not, if you're just annoyed at these kids for no reason, then I would say the relationship is not going to work. But if disrespect is truly the problem, I think that can be addressed. And kids, and I think you need to talk I, to the mom. Right. It's, it's also not unusual for kids to act up when they are maybe feeling like somebody else is coming to... To take their mom's attention from... Or yeah, take, exactly. yeah, take their, their dad's spots. So it's, it's not an uncommon thing. You just need to, I think, communicate to the mom. This is yeah. happening and figure out the plan from there. Yep, I agree. And I think... Um, but listen to the dad, don't do it. Don't don't you touch them, kids. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay. This is the last question, I believe. I, I'm, I've jumbled them all up here. Okay. 
What relationship actions would you consider unforgivable? Hey, me and little, just a little middle rock. Ooh. All right. So for me, unforgivable. Oh, if, man. You're, if you, you molest, hit, if you're you like a molester. Or you hit me, you're done. Or you hit me, yeah. You're done. You talk to me, like, not even talk to me. Abuse, like, yeah, ab- abuse. abuse. Any type of abuse. Emotional abuse, physical abuse. Physical Sexual abuse, abuse, whatever. Yeah, that's the relationship. An abuser, an abuser. You, you got to go. Abuser. Yep. If you, you lay hands, you yell, shout, done. Um, mm-hmm. let me see what else. Um, cheating is also. I I would put cheating on my list. Um, it depends. Yeah. I I. But I know, think that yeah, it, can, it depends. It's dicey, but you know. I also too is the person a serial cheater? Because to me, I think the serial ones is like okay, girl. Absolutely, like non-negotiable. <laughs> gotta go. Like you like, have a whole life do, and family. Yeah, there's no need for that. So being disrespectful, disrespect, disrespect. I guess that falls under abuse. That gotta go. Oh yeah, because disrespect can manifest in so many like disgusting, traumatic ways. Um. um yeah, I feel like yeah, abuse is a big one, like with the controls and like the all those things under abuse. Goodbye. Um, what else? I think those are the main ones. I mean, are you a murderer? Are you going around? What if you... <laughs> I don't know. There's some. So I can go. I can go off the deep end on this. So I think I'll just stop it there. <laughs> okay. My answer. Yeah. Um, I think I see one more here. One more. We absolutely have time for one more. Okay. Oh, what are your top three relationship red flags or turnoffs? Red flags. Okay. This one we've learned. I've learned. <laughs> red flags. Um those abusive traits. Mm-hmm. Right? If yeah. a guy, dude, if a guy raises starts raising his voice in communication with you. Mm-hmm. For me, that's a red flag. If you don't talk to me in your normal voice, that you are abusive. You are yeah. an abuser. Yeah. If, if you know what I mean, you start like, "What are you doing?" No, 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 no. Like, don't you don't talk to you don't talk to your partner yeah. that way. That's so you know disres- That falls into disrespect. Disrespect um, the control. a liar. Like a liar will do it. We can lie about anything. Like, I think a liar liars are just terrible liars and manipulators like let's say i saw the sky and i saw that it was blue but you keep telling me no it wasn't it was green and you have dedicated your whole life into proving that it was green and you really believe you really almost made me believe it was green that's scary to me and i think that's a red flag yep Um... because then you would lie about anything under the sun and you would take it to the grave Agreed. Another so, no. another red flag for me is um, people who don't know how to communicate. People that just shut down. Yeah, like people who don't like they they don't talk. They don't talk. They just like they talk shut to down other and people. not talk to you. That's a red flag. Yeah. If you can't tell me how you feel, that's a problem. Right. Yeah, that's scary. Like. You know, people who don't like express things, they hold it in. Mm-hmm. That's a I I feel for me that's a red flag. I agree. Um, 
what else do we think of red flags i think people with childhood trauma that are actually dealing with it then it's not a red flag but i think if you're somebody that does not want to deal with your past trauma that is sort of a red flag to me because then it manifests in so many unhealthy and toxic ways agreed and they're probably unrecognizable to the person that's you know the person that is exuding these these um traits but then that is a good one i feel like most like the abusers and the controllers yeah are fall into that category like they do have childhood traumas that they never they don't even acknowledge and they and they don't want to do the work to to get to a healthier place correct they act out in those controlling ways or like abusive ways yep i agree right so that's abuse like controllers that's a flag people who like control control the way you you are like and to me i'll almost even deal with an outward controlling person than somebody that use sur- subtle control manipulation that is the, i mean they're all trash don't get me wrong we're throwing them all in the trash but i'm saying like to me that's even deeper because you took the time to come up with a way to say something to make it seem like you're not being controlling but you are yeah. like that takes a lot of like toxicity to be able to inside of you to be able to do that you know what i mean oh man so that's a serious red flag (laughs) and the red flags okay so i'm I'm just thinking i'm trying to think through my relationships to identify like things that i should have like picked up on um it's a it's a red flag to me if i cannot if you if i don't if i cannot articulate what you do for a living it's a red flag to me <laughs> girl i'm just if you cannot tell me this i my name is blah 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 and i do xyz ladies run the hell away i'm sorry you will end up finding out that you are with someone <laughs> who has no life you're gonna be with hush puppy you- shit <laughs> like if you I don't <laughs> It's not stuff small like, oh, what do you do? You, do yeah, you know, I'm a contractor. Like, what are you co- like? What are you contracting? Get into those specifics because that to me now is a flag. If you can't just tell me, I own a business. This is what my business does. When you start giving those vague girls, listen to this one, man. This is like a very, very serious red contractor, flag. Contractor, analyst. Um, what are the what other words do they use? I do please? branding. <laughs> Well, I mean, there is a there is such a thing, right? Yeah, I mean, but... and, I, and I agree. Like, there is something people are into branding. Like, you should be able to specifically tell me what what you do. What are like, you brand- branding? Yeah. Like, what like is... what have you done? Mm-hmm. They're just general like catchy categories that people just tell you, and you'd be like, oh yeah, I you know, I mean that it sounds real enough, but then when you dig. Ain't nothing there. Girl, some people say I'm into IT, but they're doing internet fraud like on, oh, the, on their computer. <laughs> <laughs> but you see what I'm trying to say? Oh, like, when, you tell, when you ask me, what's my job? And I tell you, I'm an IT analyst. And you ask me what that means. I can tell you, yeah. you know, I manage systems. You know, we upgrade the systems. We enhance the systems. Like, I can describe my job to you. When someone cannot describe what they do, but they just throw a general vague ther- term at you, me, right now, my 38-year-old self, 
that's a freaking flag, man. That is a black flag, Seth. It's not even <laughs> <a> black. <laughs> it flashes. I black. That's a gold flag. That yeah. flag is just shining. <laughs> Agreed. Um, oh, let's see, what else do I consider a flag? Um, people who dip in and out, like n- lack of consistent people. Yeah. yeah, that's a flag. Mm-hmm. You come up one day and you're like hella close and like hella, you know. Then you go to the next day, and then the next day I don't hear from you. I mean, this one is a flag. This is not even a flag. This is like a tree stump that was thrown in your eyes. <laughs> Do not proceed. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the problem. Um, I'm trying to see what else. Flag. Um, one more. I I feel like also like a flag for me. When when talking about like previous relationships with the guy, and, and they don't want to talk about it, and all the relationships are like, oh, the women were crazy. Oh, to me, anytime a guy says the woman you, was crazy, if, if and... you can't objectively, mm-hmm. if you can't objectively like take responsibility for things that have happened in the past in your relationships, yeah, that's a flag to me. Something where it was always here. everybody's fault. Everything that has happened to you is everybody's exactly. fault. Exactly. That's a flag. Yeah. A big one. Yeah, and a, a, a guy that's constantly a victim, like every a victim. single thing. Oh, yeah. she was crazy. She was nice at first, and then she This is what crazy. she did, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're a psychopath. So. Yeah. Sociopath, <laughs> psychopath, all of them all of the together. Above. So, yeah, that's a huge red flag. Yeah. Like, you just didn't do anything, you and were... they were just out here. Yeah, women were just crazy. Women just all of a sudden. Torturing like, you. Yeah, they I mean, not to say that they're not people like that, but every single person, then maybe you need to have a bigger conversation with yourself. With yourself. Why am I attracting these? Absolutely. More times than not, that's not the case. So I, oh my God, she's so crazy. My crazy ex. No. You, sir. For the most part, they don't really be that crazy. You You did some stuff. Yep, you did some stuff. Um, So yeah, that's a flag for me. For sure. Can you tell I'm passionate about the flags? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If, if I were a blogger, yeah. I, actually, maybe I'm going to take the time to really write out these flags because. Yeah, I never. I, I mean, I know them when I see them, but I don't think I've like had to think through it and articulate it. So. Mm. It's a good question. Good question. Okay. Well, those were fun questions. Um, that's all we have time for today. So. You guys keep sending your questions in. We love it. We love it. Keep sending in your listener questions and we'll do our best to answer each and every one. That's right. Um, thank you guys again for tuning into our podcast. Um, you, you know our Instagram handle, things we've learned. Um, definitely stop by on our page. Leave us a comment. Follow us if two, you haven't. Or three. Um, suggestions whatever we just like to hear from you guys thank you for tuning in and we'll catch you guys next time all right bye guys bye bye (laughs) bye guys